This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome back to Bucket Season 51, a tradition unlike any other, our over-under draft. You're getting bucket buckets. Often imitated, but never, I don't know, um, equaled, something like that. Um, welcome to the show. We got Billy. We got Jesse. We got Chris. We got Zeus. Um, we're missing two people. Billy, where are our other friends? Adam Lustick is somewhere we don't know, and Marty Michael is somewhere we don't know. So uh, mystery in the air. Interesting. Uh, yeah, this is officially, actually, I looked it up. We did a 2018. That was our first That was our first year, the 2018 season. Um, Who won that one? Who won that? I can't remember. That was pulling up the results. I'm very organized. That was a, uh, it looked like an Adam Lustick year. That was not what Zeus was expecting to hear. No. I thought I won. I thought I won no. the first and last year. Yeah, yeah. Let's, re- let's start over. Re- okay. <laughs> uh, then we did it again in 2019. The season was canceled. Zeus is still waiting for his glory. Yeah. There's a there's a possibility that a 2017 year Zeus won, but that was pre-podcast. I think that's what it was. It was an over-under draft that we did not podcast, so it doesn't count. That does not that does not count. It's like Zeus. the bubble, it's like the bubble title for the league. Wow. Good stuff. Wow. Good stuff. Uh last year, yes, uh Zeus did win the 2022 uh riding the Phoenix Suns over and the Memphis over. Uh, Zeus and dominated. Zeus's Golden State Warriors also happened to have a successful season last year. You had a good 2022. <laughs> the <laughs> pandemic was very, very kind to you. <laughs> True or false? True. Yes, I knew it. He admitted it. Uh, all right. New year, new us. Uh, we're back to a classic 82 game season, which I think happened last year, but I can't quite remember. Time is meaningless. Uh, and we got over-unders from the Celtics, 53 and a half, all the way down to the Spurs, 22 and a half, a 31 game range. Uh, that might be kind of high, but I guess they're expecting some teams to tank for Victor. Um, first pick of the draft belongs to our absentee, uh, ex-champion Adam Lustig. You want to start with a bang. You want to start with a lot of energy. And yeah. you want to start with someone who is actually on the call. Those are usually the three <laughs> things that you want to kick off a podcast and a new season of a podcast. We checked off two of them. I'm bringing bangs and I'm bringing energy. <laughs> like we said, Lustig is MIA. So if I may, I'm here. Yeah. And I just pivot for a second. Yeah. And shine a light on the people who are on the call. Please. And maybe that the people on the call can at least introduce themselves, their strategy, and what they expect out of this over-under draft. That's a good idea. Yeah. We got Chris Wendelkin below me. I don't believe he's even giggled audibly. So you might not have <laughs> even known that he's been on the podcast this long, but I think we just heard an audible giggle. Wendelkin, yeah. take I'm us here. through how your off-season War, war room mode. He's just yeah. absolutely hyper-focused. Um, well, it's great to see you guys. Um, you guys always make me laugh. And... Uh, yeah, I, I I mean I'm I'm super curious how you guys are going to approach this, but it seems like Amir, you were saying the league it feels like is divided between like teams looking to compete and make the playoffs, and then teams looking to just like bottom out for the uh, Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes. So I'm I'm very curious to see how this unfolds here. 
And honestly, I don't even know what's a bigger prize at this point. Like, would you guys rather your team win a championship or get Victor Wembanyama for, I don't know, 11 to 15 seasons? That's kind of a coin flip, right? I'd rather have Scoot. (laughs) I love that. Scoot Scoot did look awesome in that game. Scoot did look awesome in that one game. Your 2017 champion, Zeus, coming out off the top rope with a Scoot shout out. Yeah. (laughs) We did, we shouldn't forget Scoot, and I shouldn't say Wembanyama. It's actually Wembanyama. I keep saying that <laughs> incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, Yama. Uh, okay, Jesse, do you have a strategy going forward? Jesse, me, Wendelkin have never. I don't. I want to say never even finished in the top two. But yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty bad at this every year. But yeah. Uh, no, no strategy. Just try to not listen to certain quote unquote experts because it sways wow. my opinion too much. Wow. Just just mm. go with go with my gut. Go with who I think will be good and who I think will be bad. Well, that didn't work for the last five years. So maybe you should listen to <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, I think I think Zach Lowe's podcast. To to somebody else's gut. I, I think to. in the past I tried to listen to experts and Jesse. read and look at the Vegas lines and where they were moving and yeah. what was minus one twenty five. The line was minus one twenty five. Oh, I should take that side of it. But I maybe I'll go away from that this year. Did you find like that? Were there really obvious choices to you? I like my experience of looking at these lines where I was a lot of these teams was like, yeah, I think that's basically how many wins they're going to have. Yeah. So well, like, like more or less was like almost a pretty hard call. I think in NBA media, there's definitely like, what's the term for it? A hive mind, right? Where there's certain yeah. teams that if you listen to all the, the most famous NBA podcasters, they all think the same way. So it's hard yeah. to get out of that bubble. But yeah, I mean, lines gambling has gotten good. They make the lines hard. They've also shrunk them. Like nobody, like Amir said, 53 to 22 sounds like a big range, but 53 is pretty low. Usually somebody yeah. wins 60 games. Like there's going to be teams that go way above that. They're just, they. it's hard to price that. So it, it's hard. And I think it's gotten harder since we've started doing this podcast. Amir, do you remember what was the highest win, like projected win total last year? Because Phoenix won... Yeah. 62 right but do you know like what was the highest projected? i have it it's in the sheet if you click on 2022 you right. actually took it was the nets oh over yeah the nets. 50, oh 56 and a half what a difference mm, a year okay. makes so and then this year the highest projected total is the celtics winning 53 and a half that's right yeah. and think, and whatever the year coming off the big warriors year i think they were high up you know very high like in the and I want to say in the '60s, like the the lines have have shrunk. It's almost like an NFL style shrink to the middle parody type deal. Yeah, the Warriors were uh, 62 and a half after their yeah. like 73 win season. 62. And now the highest is 52. Yeah, for 53. Yeah, 53 and a half. G- give it up for Vegas. Let's shout out Vegas. They really know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they don't Those get enough credit. Guys, Vegas doesn't get enough money. credit. Yeah. They don't. Good group they of guys. Although I will say they won't probably get any of these right because they're all 0.5, and I've never seen that happen. There's never been a tie. There's never been half a win. So in a way, they're also 0 for 60 or whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, should I Let's play Adam's it. first pick? Yes, the- you play it. You play it, and I'll confirm that his email that he sent to me with his first pick uh, locks it in. He's had the first pick before, the year that first year that he won, the first uh, podcasted over-under, and he mm-hmm. took the Nets over kind of randomly and it hit really well and he ended up winning the draft. Let's see if that repeats for him. Adam has a real innocence. So the number one pick always makes sense for him. Okay. If I did this right, you guys will be able to hear this. Three, two, one. 
Hello, fellow GMs and Buckets listeners. Happy draft day. Sorry that I can't be with you in person. Big thanks to Bill for stepping in to be my proxy GM today. Appreciate it, buddy. Hey, Amir, how's it going, man? Marty, good to see you, bud. Hey, Wendelkin, how's it going, buddy? How's Frank? <laughs> hey, okay, hey, cool. Good. Jesse, Zeus, what's up, guys? Happy draft day. <laughs> Let me cut right to the chase here. With the very first selection of the 2022 slash 2023 Buckets Over Under NBA Draft, <laughs> I select the Orlando Magic over. That's right. The Orlando Magic over. Great young nucleus. Mo Bamba, Bancaro, Franz Wagner, some other guys, I think. I watched a pretty cool mic'd up video with their coach who seems like a chill guy. You know, one of these supposed to be shitty teams is going to be the sleeper and ascend to like you know hover around 500 for the year why can't that be the magic this year i think it can be i think it will be so congratulations the orlando magic as a franchise and once again thank you guys for accommodating my absence have a great draft nailed it nice wow good job adam good job buddy absolutely killed it orlando does look kind of good in preseason i keep seeing bull bull highlights and people are like who needs victor when you already have this other seven foot four inch wing Mm -hmm. Uh, would would any of you when you were talking about the orlando magic's young nucleus picked mo bamba as the lead horse horse. (laughs) jalen suggs number one star of the orlando magic mo bamba yeah i can't wait clearly Uh, he was factoring in the jalen suggs injury so he didn't want to say jalen suggs that's really good what about the franz wagner of it all he's also a a rising star yeah yeah. Lustig uh, picked the number seven and number 10 guy on their bench to really like <laughs> to tell you why this is my pick this year. Um, second unit. Here's a fun fact. Magic over 26 and a half. Our best pick last year was Billy going over Cleveland Cavaliers 26 and a half. Yeah. Magic number. I will so say. Imagine a world where Orlando is as good as Cleveland was last year. That was neutralized by me also saying taking the Phoenix under and Phoenix went 81-1 yeah. last year. <laughs> that wasn't ideal. But I, there, the world where the Cavs were also supposed to be as bad as Orlando this year, it's kind of crazy to think that what if they win 43 games? Uh, yeah. It probably won't happen. But you know what? We didn't think the Cavs would win 43 last year and they did. I am curious if there, are, if like every year there is that one rookie who like elevates his team like eight more wins than you were expecting them. Like Evan Mobley last year just became this defensive presence right. and over the course of the season, an offensive presence where it was like, oh shit, they're just good fast. You yeah. know? And I'm curious if there is that rookie this year. I have no idea. Could be Van Caro. Yeah, could be. Uh, all right. First pick is in Orlando Magic. God. Now I got to restructure everything I was thinking about. Uh, Zeus, your number two. Unfortunately, Orlando over is not available anymore. So who's your Chet Holmgren? Um, well, uh, the one thing I know about podcasts is like marquee franchises sell, and we've already got the magic off the board. So that's yep. right. <laughs> number two. I'm going to keep a similar highlight marquee franchise and go. Sacramento Kings over. Wow. Yes. Of the What's Kings. up with that? New they're, coach? They're due? Yeah, Warriors coach, of course. Yeah, they're due. Mike Brown. Right. I, dude, like right. an and, hour before we recorded this, I tweeted out to Twitter and I was just like, who should I pick in this over-under draft? I never do any research. And the overwhelming majority said the Kings over. So uh, good on you. 
I think I it's a popular podcast pick. I didn't know who to yeah, pick. Yeah, that's this, so I was in your mentions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all all Zeus's burners. Uh, a lot of podcasters do seem to like uh, yeah. Sacramento's over this year. I think uh, they're a sexy team because like they don't necessarily want to tank, and they have the lowest uh, over under of any team that could be trying to win. And you know, Darren Fox plus uh, Sabonis is somewhat good so if they make the play in they could be like a 39 40 41 win team mm-hmm. uh, but then again you have to watch and root for the sacramento kings so <laughs> they, were, they were kind of fun at the end of last year and it's you know we're we're on the west coast west coast team yeah 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 and th- that'll give you a reason to actually watch a sacramento versus detroit game or something yeah or sacramento uh, orlando the two marquee teams that- <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Sacramento, Orlando, first two teams off the board. That's like that game is on the Hallmark Channel. Like that is that is buried. <laughs> Not even Amazon Prime will carry that. No, game. that is deep. It's a it's a Tubi exclusive. Tubi.tv. <laughs> Tubi. What was the app that was carrying the uh, the Drew League game that we were all trying to download and watch LeBron play? <laughs> that, was, that was sweaty. Do you remember that app? That's what this game yeah. would be on. It was like uh, it, it was, was like it buffet wasn't, TV. It, was, it wasn't sushi.tv. Right. It right. was something like sushi.tv. Sushimi.tv. They got like a million and a half downloads, that random ass app. Nobody's used yeah. it ever since. <laughs> uh, okay, William, you're third. You know, uh, before we hit record, I was telling Amir how um, I've done no research, but when we were about to get started, I would do some research, but then everyone's faces popped up on the screens and I didn't do any research. So here we are sweating, staring at the camera, trying to remember something that I've been told. I've been told a couple of things. I won't say them out loud because I'll use them as strategy. And I'm going to go with Nuggets over 49 and a half. I like it. An actual good team. Maybe they're that. Maybe oh look at that we already have our first theft. Maybe they could be a sixty win team. You know I keep saying year after year this is Jokic year where like Dirk had that one year where it was just like well that was just his and it's coming and you got to hope that a healthy Michael Porter Jr. and a healthy Jamal Murray and a team playing together with Aaron Gordon for another year has it. So we're gonna take that forty nine and a half. That seems low. It just seems generally low. I also yeah. think of the top West teams, like the Clippers, the Warriors, they, they have the most incentive to try to get the number one seed and have home court. Clippers are going to rest people. The Warriors, right. they know they can win on the road. Who cares? Nuggets might feel like we got a gun for this top seed. I, I had them high on my board as well, Bill. Good job. Okay, sweet, sweet. Uh, also, the, the three highest teams uh, in the West, uh, the Suns, Clippers, and Warriors, are all higher than that, and they're all in the same division. So there's some mm. cannibalization going on. Meanwhile, Denver is going to be playing like Portland, Minnesota, OKC. Uh, they'll have an easier schedule. So I will pay you, let's say, $50 for the Nuggets <laughs> over. <laughs> we'll do that off mic. I like that. Uh, all right, let's go to Marty. Uh, presumably, either at a date or volunteering at a children's <laughs> hospital, and we're making fun of him for no reason. Which one do you think it is, gang? Yeah, let's let's have a different draft of where we think Marty is today. <laughs> <laughs> it's still eighty-two dollars. Oh yeah, we should say what the stakes are. We can. We didn't really set it up. We just assumed people have listened before. We're all buying in for eighty-two dollars. We're picking teams against the spread. Whoever picks the best eight, seven or eight teams. Uh, we'll take home that cash. I think we uh, could all agree if Marty wins, this is fucked. If Marty wins, this is fucked. I mean, it's <laughs> no always kind of random. Files. No, no audio, audio files. files. Nope, nope, oh. nope. A last minute scratch for seemingly no reason. 
<laughs> the villain. We have a villain. Maybe first. the quickest to respond on email that this time was good for him too. I think <laughs> it was a very fast response. Oh, he and yeah, he, he said, him. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, that works. Or that works. That works. Yeah, I got a shout out for Adam for no reason. Uh, fortunately, his 10 teams that he wanted, all of them still on the board. <laughs> Great. So let's give him the, the number one, the, his number one selection. Uh, the Can most guess? Sure. I mean, not really. You probably won't be able to get it. I will say, how about this hint? It's the most fun one to say. Wonderful. The most fun oh, one to say. Thunder. Yes. Thunder. 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 Under, under. Under, under. That's right. The thunder down under. The thunder under. Marty is not a believer. Thunder under many times. I, I know that. What's their line? Uh, looks like 23 and a half. The thing about that is, well, <laughs> I'll, I guess there has to be strategy. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, he's the, yeah, the thinking is the worst team with Chet Holmgren not playing for the entire year. Maybe didn't get any better. How many did, how many games did they win last year? Couldn't have been much more than 24. I will say uh, I've had him for the under as well. And they, uh, early on in the year, are going to win some random games right. that gets you worried. Yeah. And then Shea's going to stop playing for the second half of the year. Seems right. Like- they'll be close to that number whether it's over also also we're going to talk about this a lot with all these teams like all these tanking teams for victor and all this stuff but like you don't have to tank that much anymore the bottom three teams are all the same percentage the fourth team is only a slight worse percentage so you know there's not like a race to win only 15 games there's all these teams can be relatively close to each other and win 22 to 25 games doesn't matter yeah there it doesn't seem to have a high like a uh, high reward, like how much lower th- than 23 can you get? They're not a nine and 72 team, are they? But Sometimes it's definitely safe also because there's no way they're going to win 50 games. That's right. Low risk, right. but lower, low, low reward, but low risk as well. It's like a weird excuse for teams to also like preserve their superstars and just say, you're not going to play the last 30 games. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're going to try and get this young guy and like Shay sit the last 20 games again. It's just like this like weird wrinkle that teams do. It's just, it doesn't really make sense anymore. How many tall skinny guys do they need? They got Poku next week. They draft Chet Holmgren. They want Wembanyama as well. There's <laughs> only so much length on a basketball court. <laughs> Maybe they'll take Scoot. Maybe they'll buck the trend and take Scoot number one. That'd be nice. They won't, but that would be nice. Uh, Josh Giddy also, I don't know if you heard, uh, grew six inches in the offseason. Really? He's seven foot two. Amazing. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. The, the other Thunder from down under, Josh Giddy. <laughs> uh, also, won't the Thunder be a little bit better this year? Like, all their players were 19 years old, so in theory, they're getting better. Uh, okay, Jesse, you're fifth overall. First Celtic play. Thunder can't do it fast enough. Can't wow. Do it fast enough. <laughs> the under for the Boston Celtics. It's fun for me to root for. Also, there's like 45 bad things that happened to them. It's I can't believe. I mean, I, I was trying to figure this out. Why? I know they listed them as the top team whenever before some of this stuff happened. But why don't they move that number? Like, there's no way this team should be the number one win total team. That, that uh, should maybe be something you're asking yourself. wait a minute why isn't it lower it it, they 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 had two big free agency signings one got hurt immediately and is out for the season the other is not exactly a picture of health in malcolm brogdon i assume he will get hurt and their big defensive guy is hurt to start the season and oh yeah their coach has like a gigantic scandal and nobody really knows what's going on the players are mad about it they're like the 
the coach that's stepping in is like, a, you know, he's never done anything uh, resembling this in his life. So, yeah, I, I just don't see how this should be the number one team in the league. There's potential for it to go really, really wrong or just potential for them to just fall a little short and, and to go under. But it seems to me there's no way in the world they win 55, 60 games and go crazy in the league. There's also NBA finals hangover. They played more games than anybody else last yep. year, extra playoff games and stuff yep. like that. Just a lot of reasons for me to like the under. Plus, it's most fun for me to root against the Celtics. <laughs> right. Sold. Easy, easy pick. Easy pick. <laughs> Sold. Good so, sell. I think the fear is that they were so good after like January or whatever. That yeah, case plus right. Brogdon is like potentially a 59-60. But a lot of that was Robert Williams, and he'll be out for two months. And uh-huh. a lot of that was probably their coach who got a lot of credit for that, whether that's fair or not. And he's not there anymore. Yeah, you think if you think Udoka like sees something, can he call his friends that are like still coaching? Like, <laughs> does he? By the way, this is to? isn't he mad? Isn't he mad that he's not the coach right now? Like, why would he want to do that? I think he's mad at himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching also, this conversation. Same, the same team, <laughs> the, same, the same team that you say oh was so good from whatever it was January on was also only a 500 team from the beginning till January. So yeah. who's to say that's not the team that shows up? They were like 24 and 24 or something at, at last year. Jesse, yeah. were you not sold on Robert Williams last year? Did we watch games together? <laughs> yeah. Didn't yeah. Now all of a like, sudden I, he's I the most important part right. since he's missing? Thank you, I, just, I There was just a lot of people that were like very excited. The Padres just hit a home run to go up 5-3. There was just a lot <laughs> of people that were really excited about Robert Williams. I thought that he for a guy who hadn't really done much, but yes, in the playoffs, he was very good. But it was okay. like it was good that time heading into the playoffs. It. Good to he said it. He at said time, it. at times heading into the playoffs, he was just like overhyped. I felt like, oh, Robert Williams is so amazing. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. And now that he's out, Jesse agrees he was really amazing. He Fair. was good, and they will and they will miss him. And that's why I'm going way, way under. All right, Magic over, Kings over, Nuggets over, Thunder under, Celtics under, all the way to CW Chris Wendelkin. Yeah, uh, the penultimate pick of the first round. Who you got? All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, with my first pick here, I am going San Antonio under. Oh wow! wow. Yeah. Wow. So they have wow, the lowest. Wow. They have the lowest uh, yeah. over under at twenty two and a half, and you say no. Yeah. That's not low enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> Keep going. Here's boys. the roster for the Spurs this year. Jeremy Shohan, Josh Primo, <laughs> Keldon Johnson, Jakob Hurdle, Trey Jones, Josh Richardson, Blake, uh, Blake Wesley, Devin Vassell, Romeo Langford, Dougie McBuckets. Um, That's tough. I, I, I think they're going to be unwatchable. The Spurs traded DeJounta Murray to the Hawks, you know, for a draft pick package. And I think basically this, you know, the Spurs front office convinced Greg Popovich Greg Popovich that they have to find their next, you know, Tim Duncan in the draft. So I think they're just, they're all in on tanking for Wembanyama. And, uh, did I you think right? pop is going to go 10 and 72? Yeah, I think they're think I, pops I, just going to lose 72 games. <laughs> I mean, tell me like, tell me how they're going to win. Like, uh, two on, words, Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell is a problem. Vassell's good for 45 wins, dude. At least. I mean, Keldon Johnson is just going to go ham. Uh, I mean, I think I fully expect the Spurs to trade Jakob Pertl within the first month of the season. We'll take him. Uh, um, (laughs) Yeah. 
So I think I, I think the Spurs are going to be really bad. I think they are sort of embracing it. I think Pop is embracing it. He's already talking about how like he's excited to coach this like developmental roster. I think that all signs point to they are trying to find Tim Duncan point oh. And um so I'm I'm trusting that they know what they want to do and I, I think they're gonna be terrible. Did you, you know your oh, yeah, pop on media day? What's that? Did you guys hear Pop? He had a, he had a pretty uh, interesting gambling-related quote. On oh, yeah. Team. He said, don't bet on this team to win a championship. Yeah. He said that. <laughs> yeah. the complete opposite. It's perfect. <laughs> Actually, do you know what the lowest over-under was last year? It was Orlando, 22 and a half. And mm. Wendelkin took their under. So he has a pattern of this. Oh, you yeah. love the shittiest teams to underperform. Yeah. Did that one hit? <laughs> That's what can question. I say? What did Orlando have last year? 21? 20. They had the number one pick, so whatever they did, it yeah. worked. It was probably it was right around close. there. It was close. The thing about the these underpicks, especially with the bad teams, kind of what you were saying before, it's like, you know, it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a floor pick. Like you, you can only be yeah. so bad. Like right. I, I mean, so what am I actually expecting the Spurs to win this year? Like Billy was saying, like 10 games. <laughs> like that would, know, but awesome. do, <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be I do feel almost. confident. I do feel confident that this team is going to be exceptionally bad. And um, so, yeah, it's just it's just kind of like a floor pick. I think it's a safe pick. Um, but who knows? It could be really bad. So it'll be fun to see. And yeah, the last time this happened, they did kind of tank and get Tim Duncan. So maybe that'll happen again to them. Yeah. Uh, all right. Finally, my time to shine. We get two picks, one at the end of the first round, one at the beginning of the second. So, with the seventh pick of the over-under draft, Team Amir selects my second favorite team in the NBA, the New Orleans Pelicans over 44.5. Yikes. Uh, I am targeting teams who are young and fast and exciting and don't have anything to... Uh, tank for and are going to get better and teams that I want to watch. The Pelicans last year were awesome and Zion didn't play. Zion is awesome. So who's to say the Pelicans can't be this year's Cleveland Cavaliers where they just reel off, you know, uh, 10, 15 wins over expected kind of like the Suns were that one year where they were like 42 or 43. I think Billy, you had them. And then they just like went 18 and one or something. They're like, Oh wow. The Suns are really fucking good. Amir, did you see that Zion left the game today with an angle injury? Really? That's <laughs> smart to hear. Uh, all right. Changing that. Scrap that and post. Uh, all right. I'm ready for my second pick. How many games did the Pelicans win last year? Uh, that's a good question. They were They're the la- last team in. 36. It was... They yeah, started ice cold. Well. They started ice just, cold. Yeah. And just, then yeah, they were like, like three high... and 18. You had their over, Billy, yeah. right? They were like three and 18. Or you had their under. I had under. their under. I, had like, had I was on the right side of so many major bets. And then the <laughs> Suns just went 81 and one. And that was that. Yeah. <laughs> it just then, seems, that seems crazy. Like, that. I mean, Zion is very good, but how many, there's no way they play him 82 games and whatever. Is he worth eight more wins? I don't know. No, but they also traded for CJ. They, they traded right, CJ. Right, right, right. So I'm betting on this the team that we saw in the playoffs and leading yeah. up to the playoffs. Um, that being the team, like the Herb Jones, the Trey Murphys, the CJ plus Zion plus Alvarado. 
Also, Brandon, I think Brandon Ingram only played like 50 games last year. Yeah, he was hurt for a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, so youngish plus healthier, hopefully equals Pelicans. Sounds like uh, a in the 50s. Sacramento Kings to me. Respect. Uh, <laughs> respect. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Kings South. Uh, and then I'm just going to take their Eastern Conference equivalent, which is the feisty Toronto Raptors over 45 and a half. Borderline same logic. Uh, a young team that's in really annoying to play, very hard to beat at home, uh, very long and athletic and young. They're not a team on the decline. They're a team that's rising up. 45 and a half is not that hard um, to, to break. I'm not going for like, you know, 50, 52 wins. Um, and I think they'll, they'll fare very well against the dregs of the Eastern Conference. So Can I ask for a show of hands real quick. There's five people on the Zoom right now. Ooh. How many of the five of us listen to the Zach Lowe, um, Kevin, I think it was Kevin Pelton over under episode. Raise your hand if you listen to it. I see four. I see five hands. Okay. Yeah. So at the beginning of that uh, episode, they talked about some of the tighter picks that they were like on the fence about. And then they went to what are the ones that are no brainers? And yeah. the first one that like jumped out of Zach Lowe's mouth was the Toronto Raptors over. Amir, were you influenced by the conversation on that podcast to make this pick with your second pick? It definitely factored in because I wanted to pick a, hopefully a smart pick that experts like, but also a team that I thought I'd have fun rooting for. Okay. Um, and the Toronto Raptors uh, historically do really well against the over-under, kind of like the anti-Lakers pick where it's like everyone wants to bet on the Lakers, so they move that line up. Mm -hmm. I think nobody wants to bet on the Raptors, so they move the line down. And, the Raptors uh, have a play-to-win energy every year. That's like, it's, yeah. a great, it's a great quality to have. They play to win, it feels like, every game. Yeah, it's like uh, young athletic wings that jump out of the gym. Basically everything the Lakers don't have. And you get Scotty Barnes. You get to watch Scotty Barnes. Great. Sign me up. Yep. Uh, so Pelicans and Raptors over 44 and over 45. Uh, and then we're going right back to Chris. Wendelkin, who you got with your second pick? All right. With my second pick here, I'm going to kind of zig and zag with my board. I'm kind of mixing things up. I'm actually going to take the Golden State Warriors over 51 and a half wins. Zeus loves um, it. So last year, Golden State won 53 games. Vegas has them pegged this year at 51 and a half. What's tricky about the Warriors, I think, is like, you know, they're a veteran team, right? They've won, what is it, Zeus? Four championships, three championships. I've lost, I lose track. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's four, exactly. Four. Thanks. I mean, seven so, total if we want to count, you know. Sure. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. So they're not. Although they're does last not, year count? It's kind of a wonky asterisk title. Seemed, seemed pretty pretty standard. <laughs> yeah, I think it, yeah, it was pretty legit. COVID. Uh, yeah, um, they're not they're not chasing. You know, they're 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 a veteran team, so they're not like chasing the number one overall C. They're not like a team that's necessarily obsessed with like every regular season win. And you know, they're gonna rest vets. You know, guys who've had injury histories, whether it's Clay or Draymond, uh, Steph. But I also think they're youngsters like Moutier, Kaminga, Poole, Wiseman. I think those guys are really going to kind of pick up the slack, push the team. I think it's fair to expect that this year's team is going to be every bit as good as last year's team. Vegas has thinks they're going to be a little bit worse. I think the Warriors have a ton of upside. I think Wiseman's going to be like bring a whole new dimension to the team. I think Kaminga is going to be very good. 
I think the the Warriors are like the rare example of a NBA team that has that championship, you know, group of championship vets, but then they have this whole wave of young guys who are right behind them, ready to step into big roles. And they're, you know, like they, they're going to have opportunity. The young guys are going to have opportunities. Um, so I'm taking the warriors over They're a team. I trust, I trust Steve Kerr, uh, warriors over 51 and a half wins. Yeah. I mean, if they play, they'll be very, very good. The one fear is that they don't necessarily care. I don't know. Do they care so much about getting the one seat or is it more just about being healthy and peaking at the right time? Here's what I'll say about that though. Even they're definitely going to rest a bunch of their veterans in back-to-backs, but can Jordan Poole lead a win against the San Antonio Spurs or the Detroit? Like a lot of those back-to-backs are going to be resting the the team again. Yeah. Like, like, so then the night that Draymond is resting on a back-to-back, what's it mean? Wiseman gets 30 minutes, right? I kind of think Wiseman might be good. I think he might like actually play really well. It's going to be a whole different component to the, it's, it's just going to be like a whole dip, you know, in football, it's like a whole different offensive set that they just run out on third down where it's like, wait, who, who the fuck is this version of the warriors? Um, so I think I'm very curious. I think their youngsters are, re- are really, really talented. Yeah. I think it's going to get to like the last week of the season and then you're going to have a puncher's chance to, to hit the over. Uh, all right, Jesse, you're up next. Um, it was a joke there, guys. It was a joke there. Puncher's chance because of what happened. Sir, I just don't think what Draymond did was particularly yeah assault. Funny. Assault? Is, is that really offensive. the angle? The way he struck his friend like that—I would never. It happens all the time, right? You tweeted it. <laughs> who, who had it worse? Who had it worse? Jordan Poole or the guy who Don uh, Devonte Adams pushed? Because Jordan Poole seems cool, <laughs> oh and the other guy had a concussion, whiplash, and headaches, and a lawsuit. Why is <laughs> Jordan Poole? suing my man had a c-stand and that's a weapon yeah that's a weapon there's no <laughs> tennis there's no tennis balls on the feet you got to keep your head on a swivel photograph guy you're supposed to yell that you're coming through with c-stands and maybe he did but Devante <laughs> adams didn't quite hear it <laughs> i'm on Devante adams side i hate to say it of history uh it is funny that like draymond <laughs> like the punch happened everyone's like wow is he gonna suspended five games 10 games are they gonna trade him and then Steve Kerr's like, nah, he's fine. He'll play a preseason game and tune up, and then he'll be back on Friday at the game. I'm like, okay, so no, no punishment at all whatsoever. All right, we don't matter in this one. No. We have we have no voice in this one. <laughs> Not that, at all. that bodes well for Chris's overpick. <laughs> That's right. If Draymond can play through that. Uh, okay, Jesse, who you got? Um, I too am sucked in by looking for teams that I think are going to tank, but trying to find like a higher win total. I've landed on the Charlotte Hornets under. I think they mm-hmm. will at some point get fed up with the season and try to tank. And obviously the Bridges situation and uh, I think LaMelo just sprained his ankle. Maybe I'm getting a little value in, in there that they haven't reflected in the lines yet. Um, yeah, give me the Hornets under. Hopefully at some point in the season, they'll try to get into the 20 win total area and be the be have, try to have the worst record. ESPN's Bobby Marks, who is probably my favorite, like trusted voice at ESPN, uh, firmly agrees with that pick, Jesse. (laughs) Okay. Firmly agrees with that pick. Uh, Yeah, no, I I think other people, that's not a novel concept. I mean, there's a lot of these teams with low lines and I think they're all smart picks, but to try, I just try to get some value with a team maybe that's projected in the 
in the 30s. There's a couple others I was looking at that if they come back around to me, I don't want to say who because I might pick them next round. But just say oh. it. Try to get just say it. Oh. Just like say two. Say two teams. Say two of them. <laughs> I promise Marty won't take them. <laughs> say two. Actually, Marty's second pick, and he is due up right now, right? Marty's mm-hmm. second pick is a team in the 30s under. So he, from oh. whatever realm, wherever he is, he's listening because he wanted to draft uh, Washington Wizards under 35 and a half. Mm. Yeah, I, I looked at them for sure. For sure. Similar. Um, just a team that might not be good who, you know, at some point in the season, if they're three and 13, would be like, all right, let's just go for this fucking alien from France and yeah. fuck it. Like, what are we playing for here? The 11th seed, the the play-in game? Like, the, that's nothing worth fighting for. So let's trade, I don't know, a ton of players for Russell Westbrook again, and uh, we'll run it back. The Wizards are Bradley Beal, uh, Porzingis, and who else? Kuz? Like, Kuz? Kuz. Will Barton. <laughs> okay. Avdia. Rui was the voice of their team in Japan, obviously. Yeah, Japan. Um. Uh, and Denny Avdia. And their line is 35? 35 and a half, yeah. yeah you know, it's high just high. like, I don't, like, we all can shit on the Wizards. It's very easy to shit on the Wizards. And, like, you should always yeah. take the Wizards under. But as basketball fans, can't we all just, like, get behind? Don't you want Bradley Beal to win or just, like, be in, like, meaningful games? Doesn't yeah, he feel like he's had Lakers. an absence of Lakers. meaningful games? <laughs> uh, I think I'm more happy for Bradley Beal making just half a billion dollars. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> and that's fair. Yeah, that's so fair. he's he's going to stick around, collect the Supermax, never make the playoffs, and just sort of beat the system that way, I guess. Which Still, is- though. I respect that as well. Like you winning is fun, but it's sort of a game. Like, isn't it cooler to make $300 million? Facts. Facts. Could be. Could be. Could be. Very well could be. I mean, I could make the conference finals or my great, great grandchildren can have a mansion. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't begrudge them for that. Uh, Meet Amir Blumenfeld. <laughs> me, and, me and Bradley Beal have a lot in common, actually. <laughs> we love tons of cash. It's just the bigger the pile, the bag to secure, the better you go. You're uh, better if you have more. That's right. The disease <laughs> of more. Uh, Billy, it's your turn. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Really? All right. Great. Does Bobby Marks have an idea? Born ready. Born ready. Opening up the tab <laughs> for the over under. I was reading other people's opinions. All right. So I have the nuggets over. You know what? Is this, Do I want to go bold with my two pick? You know what? I'll go bold with my three. Let's go with something steady. Something steady, Eddie. Um, thinking out loud here, the Bulls, that's tempting. No Lonzo. The Cavs were my friends last year. You know what? Enough is enough. The t- I have a, This is going to be a redemption tale season, folks. Last year, I should have won this d- damn league by 20, 30 games, but there was a team, and I've talked about them twice, that burned me, the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. This is the year. That was their chance, and they burned it. So now this is it. I'm taking the Phoenix Suns under 52 and a half again. Oh, wow. And this is going to be the year where I get it right. This is a redemption tale for me and only me. Okay. So let's go, Bill. I got fired up for that speech. Thanks. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a reality be? in which, like, I mean, you can go with strategy and it's just like the Robert Sarver storyline. Chris Paul's another year older. But to me, I feel like in the NBA, if you keep the same team around, it's like you gotta you gotta strike when it's your window. And it really felt like the past year and a half was their window to strike. And I would I'm betting on this being an unraveling year where just things go wrong. 
So fingers crossed. Well, so far it's happening. For whatever reason, Jake Crowder doesn't want to be there. They lost to an Australian team in an exhibition match. DeAndre Ayton would rather be in Indiana for some reason. <laughs> A sentence few people have ever said before. The vibes are off. The vibes are off. Thank you, the, Amir. The vibes are definitely off. Um, but it is scary to root against a really good team, as you learned last year. It was brutal. It was absolutely brutal every game. <laughs> I was just like two it again. And I was like, oh, the Suns are up 18 in the second again. Damn. All right. <laughs> brutal. Yeah. It is more fun to root against a really shitty team because you're like, all right. Yeah, the Spurs are down 21 again. This is great, obviously. They're going to go 0-82. Correct. Correct. Uh, Zeus, you haven't picked in an hour and a half. The Kings over 33 and a half. <laughs> are, are any teams left for you? I, I think I really uh, wanted the Suns under, but I can't have that. But while wow. uh, they had that pick, I was reminiscing about the fact that I had their over in that. Yeah. For the win last year. Yeah, and man. Yeah, man. So my next <laughs> pick is going to be this version of that, hopefully. The Philadelphia 76ers over. Mm. Everyone's, everyone's uh, leaning so far on the, um, on the figure out who's going to tank and sort of go under route. I think the other way, I think there are going to be some teams that stack up quite a few wins, uh-huh. against, uh, a bunch of those bottom feeders. Uh-huh. And if Embiid stays healthy, the 76ers will definitely be one of them. Feel yeah. pretty good about it. Yeah. And it just all depends on James Harden, I guess. Is he going to be a normal player? Or is he going to continue to regress? I mean, Tyrese Maxey will be better than him, but that's fine, right? Yeah, if, if Harden's your third best player, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, And I feel like for a lot of these picks too, like what happened at the end of last season will motivate how they play in the regular season this year. And it's like for Philly, there's like unfinished business. So you want to take the over there. You know, they have something to prove there. Whereas like yeah. Boston over like overproduced. And now it's like, I could, you can obviously see kind of like a regression back to the mean. So I kind of like the energy behind Zeus's pick there. Um, we're going back to Adam who submitted not a pick, but an ad read for his second pick. So we have two, we, Adam <laughs> has two snake picks. So why don't I say his first pick and then we do an ad read in the middle of here. Okay. So okay. give us his first pick. Okay. So then- Adam is a fan of the bottom feeders. He took the magic over. With his number two pick, he's taking another um, lowly Eastern Conference team. He's taking the Pistons over. I'll read his reasonings. Okay. But the Detroit Pistons over. Ridiculous young nucleus. Scared to see a Bayheim on an NBA roster, though. <laughs> <laughs> Syracuse's 2-3 two, two, zone pumps out bad defenders. Maybe as a three-point specialist, but as a self-hating orange fan, I have no faith in Buddy. All right, so he focused mostly on the Buddy effect, but buddy he's Bam. taking the Detroit Lunatic. Pistons over. <laughs> I did not know Buddy Bayham was on in the NBA, let alone on the Pistons. That was, that no was the one same knows that. No one magic. knows that. Bayheim. Wait, so Pistons over, correct? Just so I'm mm-hmm. getting that correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and now let's hear his ad read. Just wanted to pop in real quick and give a shout out to the sponsors of tonight's event. Tonight's 2022 slash 2023 Buckets Over Under Draft is brought to you, of course, by the HeadGum Podcast Network and also by Diet Sprite. Diet Sprite. (laughs) When regular Sprite is just a little too intense. All right. Back to the draft. There we have it. There we have it. He was right about the HeadGum part, I think. And diet, oh, it's not Diet Sprite. We're not getting any money from Diet Sprite. I didn't know Sprite made a diet version. I've never seen a diet. <laughs> I didn't Sprite. know Diet Sprite existed. Yeah. 
<laughs> is there a diet of every soda? Like, is there a diet seven up? Yes. Yeah, probably right. I have seen me and Amir, uh, me and Adam once went to a Brony convention, which is a My Little Pony for Bros, uh-huh. where everyone dresses up. Uh, <laughs> so Adam and I attended one once, um, and they had soda that was like birthday cake soda and like uh, fruit punch soda, just really intense, weird flavors of soda. And I met my best friend for the first night that night. Adam loves the weirdest sodas imaginable. The weirder, the better. Like what? I mean, it was like, if it wasn't birthday cake flavored soda, it was like adjacent. (laughs) And Adam like drank the three liter. He was just ready for it. So him going into a diet Sprite commercial, it's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's in line. That's in line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Do you have his third pick? I do. I do think this team was picked. Let me double check. Yes. When Delkin has already taken Adam's third pick with the Warriors over. Mm -hmm. His fourth pick, I believe, is also taken by one Amir Blumenfeld with the Raptors. Yes. Sniped. Which leaves such an Adam pick. (laughs) Birthday cake soda over. (laughs) For the win. Folks, Adam gets the Knicks over. Knicks over. It's just so Adam, this obvious, according to Adam, this obviously feels wrong. We'll probably be 34 and 48 and like it, but I can't help it. Please, Nix, just please. So Lustig so far has three uh, mediocre to bad Eastern Conference teams over. Magic, <laughs> is... Pistons, and Knicks all over for Adam. Adam, man. <laughs> uh, Knicks fans, are you optimistic about this year? I would have taken them. Yeah, me too. <laughs> In, in so why didn't you in a heartbeat in a heartbeat that was my next pick wow and you knew adam was gonna take him well adam always gets adam always gets two things he always gets the number one pick and he always gets the knicks over i can't explain it you think they're a 500 team more more they're deep yeah you know they like zeus and Jess, jesse were saying before there are definitely teams that are that are not trying to tank like they're very clearly like teams that are like we want to be as bad as possible and get Wembenyana. there are other teams that are like trying to win the nba championship the knicks are like neither of those but like they absolutely want to be in the playoffs and so you know like tom thibodeau and and james dolan aren't they're just they have no appetite for like just bottoming out so they're going to be competitive they're over under is 38 and a half wins last year they won 37 Jalen Brunson's pretty good. Like if you watch him play and in, in, in like, he's pretty good. He's like very selfless. He's going to make everyone's life a little bit easier. Our young guys are going to be a little bit better. Randall had a God awful season last year. We got rid of some guys who just like, you know, Nerlens Noel just had like hands of stone. Um, I, I think the Knicks will just fall into a couple more wins than they did last year so yeah i think i think they'll probably be closer to 500 this year and last year was a disappointment for the knicks so they have something to prove they have that like right. fire back in their belly it feels like this is like an up tips year like he's almost going to be like up down up down but uh this feels like it could be a good Knicks year yeah good luck trying to win without um alec burke i mean that guy was just an absolute <laughs> stud what yeah who makes up his 19 points per game hartenstein huh Hartenstein, <laughs> another lefty to the roster. <laughs> Big dog. Uh, yeah, I love Hartenstein. Basketball players love over Isaiah. Text. I asked this over text, and you guys, I feel like dodged me. 
Did, did you want to trade RJ for Donovan no. Mitchell? No. No. You were, you were happy with your lot in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We have depth. It was a it was the difference between depth and no Dono versus Dono and just a completely like rebuild again. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like what's the point of acquiring Donovan Mitchell if you're just gonna gut your whole team and j- basically be even worse? <laughs> I wanted Donovan Mitchell because really he's a whole Mets team. Fan. It was just all their it was just all their draft, their future draft picks, right? There was not that many current players going in the trade. It seems like it was like Grimes and RJ. No, it, and yeah, it was like RJ. It was going to be IQ. RJ, Grimes, Toppet. Yeah, it was. It was like it was like it was right. like seven players. It was another. Yeah. It was another Carmelo trade. Yeah. Yeah, but Donovan Mitchell can dunk. He's a Mets <laughs> fan. That was really the reason why you can just sell me on anyone who wears uh, the Mets colors. Mets yeah. Uh, all right, Zeus. Back to you. Uh, third pick. You got Kings over, Sixers over. Do you continue uh, taking overs? Are you no longer optimistic? I am going to take an under, but before that, the only reason uh, I, I agree with most of the points about the Knicks, but I do feel like a headline Worldwide West wants Wembanyama could easily show mm. up. Mm. Again, <laughs> that, I would, I would not be too. Uh, it's a lot of W's. Confident about the Knicks, yeah. A lot of W's. Of a lot of W's. Someone that has won this league twice, regardless of what Amir says. Nice. Twenty seventeen is uh, going to pick against someone that is very likely uh, on his fourth shot, potentially getting a tattoo uh, on a date. I'm going <laughs> Portland Trail Blazers under. Nice <laughs> under Blazers. Bravo. Uh, Rather. So there's 39, 39 and a half, 39 and a half. I'm going to, I'm going to name some Western conference teams. You tell me if you think they will be better or worse than the Blazers. Okay. okay. Uh, better. The Grizzlies. Better. Oh, better. The Warriors. <laughs> I think better. better. Mavericks. Ooh. Sign me up for better. The Nuggets. <laughs> I got to think better. better. The Pelicans. You know what? Vegas says better. Uh, who am I to disagree? The Timberwolves. That's got to be better. And I kind of think the Suns are going to be better. The Clippers are obviously still in there going to be better. Like, how is this team going to get to 40 wins? Uh, if they're struggling. They also might decide, hey, we're getting rid of Dame. We're really going like full rebuild. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't see it. Pretty high. There's going to be a surprise tank somewhere in the 30s and 40s, and that person will win the league. It'll be like a team who, I don't know. The equivalent of Dame getting injured, and then they're just like, all right, we're not winning any games this year. So instead mm-hmm. of 39 and a half, we're going to go 13 and 69 mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you guys will look back to that January article, Worldwide West Wants Wembanyama. <laughs> <laughs> Ws. Uh, yeah, I hope Wembanyama doesn't end up in Portland. But yeah, I hope he ends up somewhere <laughs> like the Knicks, right? That'd yeah, that'd be fun. It'd be fun. I think but, I know where he's going to end up. Oh, yeah, Oklahoma City. I think I know where he's going to end up and we could pivot to my pick. (gasps) I think this is going to be, we've been talking about like, where is the future Tim Duncan moment going to happen? It's going to happen this year and it's going to happen when Luca gets hurt early. Luca's going to get hurt early. Dallas is an international, just it's a franchise that welcomes international stars. Yep. will be a Mav because Luca gets hurt early and Cuban says the right business decision is to absolutely punt this. Like we have to guarantee ourselves a bottom three pick. Luca, mm-hmm. rest up. We're getting Wembon. So I'm taking, Amir's already put it in, Mavs under 48 and a half. Wow. So you're betting against uh, Luka Doncic's durability and he's been pretty durable. I'm betting on Mark Cuban's business savvy long-term. I mean, Luca and Victor, 
who says no? He should almost rest Luca for a season just for the opportunity at that. I, I could what see would be Mark, the best duo exactly. for a decade and a half. I could see Mark resting Luca when Luca is completely healthy for the opportunity to just say, this isn't our year. We're not going to win. We got rid of our second best player. Dinwiddie's not really playing well, or he doesn't want to play right now. The West got better and the Mavs didn't. So why not just call this season an early loss to get a much brighter future? Does Lucas seem like someone that would rest? Yeah. No. I'd, yeah. <laughs> For the sake of my argument, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Luca can't get injured because he never moves fast. And that's like one of the prerequisites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've taken a lot of elite kind of or pseudo elite Western conference teams, uh, Nuggets, Suns, and Mavs. I'm, I'm just seeing what I've gotten myself into right now. It's still being incredible pull if Luca randomly gets hurt in November and they sit him for the end. Of, you know. Wow. He, <laughs> he jumps two inches and breaks his ankle. <laughs> Fine by me. Uh, okay. Let's go back to Marty's picks. Wow. You know what? His third pick is still available. I told you guys, his picks were so wacky. He wouldn't have to submit more than four or five. He gave me 10, but we're still on pick number three. And wouldn't you know, he actually likes the Blazers this year. Mm, wow. Yeah. He wants the Blazers over. Shocking. That's uh, a bad pick. It's the, <laughs> There's a lot to be played, but we already know that's a bad pick. That's a bad pick. Uh, they haven't looked good in preseason. Do you guys take any stock in preseason results? Yes. I do, personally. Fellas? I mean, that, that, that Warriors game was pretty telling when the Warriors had four of their starters out and their second and third stringers still dominated... I mean, I know they didn't have Dame, but they were playing pretty much everyone else. Yeah. yeah that was, it's that was, was it's kind of fun with like the summer league to preseason to regular season. It's like summer league is like your rookies and like ninth through 12th men. And then you get to preseason. It's like now really get to know your eight through six. Yeah. And then regular season is like your starters matter. But now we've seen who else matters. You know, <laughs> there's like something like interesting about that. Yeah, I used to think preseason was kind of random, and then the Lakers went 0-8, and, and their season was actually terrible. So maybe it does mean something. The <laughs> fact that you can't win a single game, and like the Blazers have lost all... I think they've only beaten a exhibition Israeli basketball team. Everybody else, they seem to lose by 20 to 30. Uh, and it's not like they're resting everybody. These players are playing, but they're just not even getting close to winning. They replaced CJ McCollum with Anthony Simons, and it's like, isn't that the whole issue with CJ that he was short and not, couldn't defend? Now you're doing that again, but the guy's a little shorter. And CJ such a winner. Like he makes New Orleans like especially dangerous to me. He made right. he made Portland relevant. It wasn't just Dane because you had this other good All Star. So it's it's peculiar in Portland right now. Does, does anybody want to make a Blazers over case since Marty's not here for it? Zeus. Um, no? They trade for victor and he's allowed to play a year early and is that crazy <laughs> that's a good sell good sell what if, there's tech, what if that's technically not against the rules how dope would that be <laughs> <laughs> what if i think i think they'd rather trade for scoot <laughs> backcourt just keep it smaller wait a minute scoot's 23 he can play right now he's technically an undrafted free agent uh all right jesse your third pick uh okay i'm gonna go with no okay bucks uh, over Milwaukee <gasps> Bucks. Ooh. so you uh, think a really think, good team will win a lot 
I think that a lot of people's thoughts on like, oh, they they might not try for, you know, they'll rest Giannis. And I know he does play a lot of minutes, but I think they're a little bit burned by the fact that they had to play that game seven in Boston. They kind of got matched up in a bad seeding last year in the East that they might be gunning for that number one seed. Mm. And they don't want to get caught in a situation where they get they have to play uh, the 76ers in round two. It, it, last year, if they had just played the Celtics in round three and Mid- Middleton might have had enough rest to be healthy and win. So that kind of screwed them. So I do think they'll be gunning for a, a better regular season record than they had last year. So give me over. Uh, yeah, that's if they stay healthy and play there, that's, it's another sure. one of those rested versus rusty team. Like they're getting up there in age Middleton and drew holiday, but Giannis is so good. Maybe it doesn't matter, but they also, yeah, I mean, they didn't play that many games. They got knocked out in the second round last year. So hopefully they're all rested enough to play the regular complement of games. And when the three of those guys play, they have like an absurd high winning percentage. So yeah, they'll take some games off. I mean, they don't have to win 70 games to hit the over, but hopefully they can, they can get to 60. It's also, it complements your Celtics under you're saying the Celtics yeah. are a great team that'll lose a lot. The <laughs> Bucks will take the like wins. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. game or. Uh, no, same game parlays are kind <laughs> of like uh bad, bad bets for gamblers. So I don't yeah. want to get into that. <laughs> Uh, okay, Celtics under, Hornets under, Bucks over, back to Wendelkin. You got the Spurs. Um, you got the worst team under, the best team over. Yeah. Who do you like in the third? I'm going back where I started. I'm going Indiana Pacers under 23 and a half wins. Wow. You can't, you can't get enough of the shitty teams going yeah. under. A year okay. after year, pick after pick. Okay, let's hear so, it. So first things first, last year's Pacers team won 25 games this year's team is projected to win 23 and a half. So take that same team from last year, subtract DeMontis Sabonis and Malcolm Brogdon, add Tyrese Halliburton and a bunch of 20 year olds. And yeah, I'm expecting Indiana to lose a bunch of games. I think basically the Pacers are, you know, like the Spurs, they are actively trying to be bad. They're tanking for Wembenyana. Miles Turner and Buddy Heald will be traded before February. It's going to be a lot of, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, triple-double, empty calorie, highlight reel losses. The Pacers are focusing on developing their young core, Benedict Matherin, uh, Chris Duarte. They're going to lose a bunch of games. Uh, 23 and a half wins. I'm going south. And um, yeah, they're all in for Scoot. All in for Wemby. <laughs> Glad we're giving Scoot his due yeah, props. His due. That's right. Did you watch the Pacers beat the Knicks today? Did that affect your uh, thinking at all? No. <laughs> no. No, I didn't see that. Just wanted to bring it up. Benedict Matherin different. <laughs> <laughs> the silence on both sides of that conversation. <laughs> okay. Uh Back to me for two picks. A lot of options here. A lot of options still on the board. Um, gosh, do I do it? Do, do I it. want to? Do, do it. I think about it? Do Should it. I? Do Should it. Should I or should I not? Well, I do, do have two it. picks. Do it. Okay, here are my two picks. Do one uh, and then do an ad read on your... Oh, okay, that's a good idea. All right, my first, uh, my first pick of the... Or I should say last pick of the third round. Uh, I'm going to take... I'm going to zig... And in pop, I trust Spurs over 22 and a half. You are such a Spurs hater and you've now had multiple years where you've Mm -hmm. taken Spurs over. It's just a well-coached machine. 
And why are they lower than the Rockets, the Pacers, the Jazz, and the Thunder? I just don't quite understand. Do you remember the roster that uh, Wendell yeah, read off to us? Like Bongos the and John is, Joe, uh, their lack yes. of talent. They're all garbage trash rosters. That's the point. They're they're shitty teams. I'm just saying I'm getting some free games over here. It could have been 25 and a half. It could have okay. been 24. But it's 22. <laughs> they made a point. They wanted to stick it to Pop. And I don't think he necessarily cares if they, you know, rest people because it's just like, you know, mostly about player development for him. So they'll accidentally lose a lot of games, but I don't think they're going to uh, shut anyone down or tank. Is for the my listeners, hope. for the listeners of Buckets, uh, everyone on this uh, podcast tonight is also on a text chain and we text frequently. And I would say that of all of the texts that we receive throughout the 365 days of the year, the most annoying one is when the Spurs win and Amir has the Spurs over and he writes something along the lines of pop different. Pop it's is just, different. It just, it just sucks. It so just it does hit different and he is different. And so I'll it's keep writing my... Different. It's the worst. It is the worst. It literally one, hits the same just... as everyone else. <laughs> uh, okay. This year, uh, I'm Amir, you're going to change it to pop is him. Pop him. I'll upload it. I'll update it him. for sure. He really is that dude. Stop. Okay. Go to the uh, ad. Let's go to an ad. Oh, yeah, yeah. The ad, sorry. Adam Lustig, uh, third. Second. Second ad read. Hey, gang. Just popping in to give a quick tip of the hat to our sponsor for tonight's event. The Buckets Over Under Draft is, of course, sponsored by Diet Sprite. Diet Sprite. Made it. from the three freshest ingredients on earth. Lemon, lime, and diet. All right, back to the action. Pretty good. Double down. Pretty good. Absolutely double down on it. Uh, you know, I got a lot of half options here. Do I want to be a hater? Because I have three overs so far. Uh, I do. I is should take the an final, under. Is this your final pick on the podcast, Amir? Yeah, like, what so we... we'll, we'll make four picks on the pod, four picks okay. off the pod. And then we'll post okay. the results. I'll go the it's staring at you, Amir. It's staring at you right in the face. I would never choose the Lakers under, though. I don't think that's such a bad pick. Um, I, didn't I just say can't. under. Didn't okay. say under. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely not didn't taking their own. Under. Definitely not taking their <laughs> own. Uh, I'm going to go against the Chicago Bulls. Uh, another bad mojo team. I think they over. Uh, performed last year and uh, DeRozan won't be the same. Lonzo's already out. Um, I don't see a world where like Vucevic and Zach Levine suddenly turn it on, get better. Uh, so maybe they're one of those teams that starts um, a little uh, up under what they're expected and pump the brakes as well. That Lonzo injury is pretty sad, huh? Like it sounds yeah. like way worse than anyone expected and Lonzo included. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's just it hurts to move. So it's like, all right, that's unfortunate. Sucks. Just yeah. really sucks. You want to see Lonzo play. Fortunately, yeah. we have his more athletic, talented younger brother, so we can only imagine what Lonzo would be like. It's not like a player that we, doesn't have any comp. So it's nice that we have Lamelo to watch, although he's also hurt. He's also hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't like I don't like the vibes. I don't like the energy that's coming out of Chicago, and I don't think they're uh, they're a 500 team this year. It's too many talented teams out east. So give me the Bulls under 41 and a half. 
Sold. Quick tangent: Is uh, Jello still in the league? Jello's on the Hornets, yep. and I think they're G League team, not even their regular team, right? Oh, really? He's team. right on the fringe. Like you're going to see tweets and Instagram posts that say that Jello is a Hornet, but it's still like in the fine print might say G League. You yeah. I mean? <laughs> what is their What is their G League affiliate? Does anyone remember? The Buzz. Yeah. Where that? Where's that? Also North Carolina. Sure. I'm, I've been lying this whole time. The Charlotte buzz, the hive. Uh, okay. Back to Wendelkin for his last podcast pick. Hmm. All right. We're on the pod. So let's do, let's talk. <gasps> let's, let's Holy do shit. <laughs> it's, we it's are after, taking it's after midnight where Chris is. Yeah. yeah. That's some porn voice right there. Yeah. We are taking the Los Angeles Lakers under Oh. Five and a half wins. Walk the walk. Okay, walk here we walk. here we go. Let's so go. The Lakers. Lakers won thirty three games last year. Wasn't ideal. Did Jesus. the Lakers improve this off season to the tune of twelve wins? They got Scottie Pippen Jr. They did get Scottie like, Pippen what, Jr. What am I missing? They they swapped out Patrick Beverly for THT. Mm-hmm. They added Dennis Schroeder. Mm-hmm. It looked like. They're betting I, I, on health, Wendell, because they're betting, they're betting on, on health. health. Okay, yeah. great. So do LeBron and AD play a combined 100 games this year? Let me look. R- right about there. They do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Westbrook. It That's amazing. That's yeah. Amazing. <laughs> That's all I can say. I, they do I feel like there should be an option. Like, I think the Lakers are going to either lose, you know, under 40 or lose more than 40 games or win more than 50 games like there there's there's yeah. no world where it's, it lands on 44 45 yeah. 46 there it's going to be way higher because yeah. those guys are going to be healthy and they figure out westbrook or it's right. going to be way lower because as you said they don't figure out westbrook and they don't stay healthy and they win 36 games again it's just there's no 40, world where it's in the middle what's a 45 win team that's like the eighth seed like t- like historically for the team that won 45 in the recent games years, year I think, the yeah that yeah that yeah. might mm-hmm. be the play in mm-hmm. that's the yeah. play in probably yeah. mm-hmm. but yeah. i don't think they'll be that i think they're either gonna I, yeah. I really do think if they stay fully healthy and they figure the westbrook thing out whether he assumes a different role or they trade him or whatever they, they i think they could win 50 games i know that sounds crazy right. but like lebron and ad very good they stay healthy and they figure it out, they'll be great. But they also just there's just such a potential for them to only win 38 games that yeah, it's terrible. I just terrible think the situation. Lakers they have boxed themselves into a corner with the roster. They don't have a lot of flexibility. I like Darvin Ham a lot, but I just don't think he is a reason that they're gonna be 12 wins better. Um, so yeah, I'm going under 45 and a half wins on the Los Angeles Lakers. I hope you're wrong, though I fear you won't be. Um, we'll see unless they trade Westbrook. That could be cool. Yeah, I know. I think Jesse's point is actually spot on. I I, I think it's, it's, it's kind of Feast they're either. Yeah. They're either going to be in the top half, you know, they're, they're going to either be a top four seed in the West or everyone's going to get hurt and they're going to be in the lottery. I will say they have no incentive to tank because like all their picks right. belong to other teams. Definitely. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but they well, didn't try to take last year. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't think they're actively, they're not actively trying to lose. I just think it'll happen by just, accident. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think there's, yeah, the Westbrook trade could happen. I think also, I do believe in Darvin Ham a lot and that there's a work, like everything that everybody was saying about Westbrook before last year, like, oh, maybe he'll 
set screens and cut and just shoot corner threes instead of like those crazy off the dribble threes or whatever, maybe that's true this year. So I don't know. It, it, that's that's wishful thinking, obviously, but I, I I think there's there's that's the case for the Lakers. I'm with you, Not Jesse. No, yeah, I'm with I'm you, Jesse. Here. In so much as <laughs> like like even though they're all veterans and you expect them to show up and just be their like all pro selves, like it does take a year sometimes, even through the bullshit and the gossip and the drama and the headlines for the second yeah. year for it to be like this is actually what it was we were hoping for a, right out the gates. It takes the right. Yeah, and it takes the right coach. And I did think Frank Vogel was a good coach, but maybe just not the right coach to get Westbrook to do the things that he needs to do in this team. And I'm like hopeful that Darvin Ham is the right, the right coach. Yeah. Amir and I went to a Lakers preseason game and we saw <laughs> yeah. Russ play well. And it was just like, oh, yeah, he's absolutely capable of this. You know, like yeah, on like good nights, good he's absolutely capable. And then not hog the ball on offense and like set screens and then just kind of camp in the corner and try to hit like a good percentage on catch and shoot yeah. corner threes. That's not hard. But what we um, also saw. Yeah, also it's hard saw. for him. It's hard for him. <laughs> All of those things you said are very hard for him. Yeah. What we also saw, I just want to mention, because like we, we saw the good with Russell Westbrook. But when LeBron, uh, AD and Russ sat, the team has nobody else. And it's a true like I hate to be like it's a true nobody else. Like you have to have some depth, maybe not in the regular season per se, but like when it comes to like winning, you have to have more than you should big three. And they lost by like 20 once they sat them. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it really like not to oversimplify it, but it's like if LeBron and AB, if LeBron and AD don't play a hundred games, the team's in a lot of trouble. And if they do For play sure. more than a hundred sure. games and Westbrook buys in, um, it might have to be more than high. It might have to be 120. I mean, it might you sure. know, like, yeah, it might have to be higher. Yeah. Uh, all right. Can't wait to find out. Jesse, do you like the Lakers ceiling <laughs> enough to take their <laughs> over with your fourth pick? It's sitting there for I, you. I mean, I'll just say, like, if we get to later in the offline portion of the draft, I might take their over, but I, I think <laughs> that's where we're at. The tastier teams wow. that I, I like right now. For for instance, I think a safer pick is the Jazz under who I will take mm. right now, and I you know similar all we don't need to repeat it. They're tanking. Danny Ainge has made his intentions clear. Uh, there's just no need. There's no way this team wins goes on like a run and challenges for the plane or whatever. Even if they end up right around that twenty four number, just feels like a safe bet to bet the under. They're also very familiar with very tall Frenchmen. <laughs> yeah. Very I mean, I think familiar. the problem with them is at the beginning of the season, they still have some kind of good player like Clarkson and uh, Bogdanovich and Connolly, yeah. right? They're still on the team. Yeah, like, no, they, they traded they, Bogdanovich, didn't they? They traded yeah. Bogdanovich. Connolly's still there. Oh, Clarkson's bad, still bad. there. Yeah, um, right. They traded Bogdanovich. But yeah, they a couple, they, they, a couple they, other vets too. They will trade them, though. They will trade, they will them, trade them, them. Yes. But, you know, if it takes them a while, they might have like a somewhat decent 500 ish record until yeah. then. Um, so that's, but that's priced into the number and that's fine. I just don't think they're going to go that far over 24. So I'll take mm -hmm. it. Well, you got to imagine they'll have Westbrook sooner or later and he might actually. Um, from your yeah. lips to God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take Kelly Olenek. I don't give a oh, shit. Oh my guy. That's my man right there. Kelly O in purple and gold. Can you imagine? Oh God. Savage. Must Sign me up for pass. a Lakers 41 road <laughs> Olenek shirt seat, please. <laughs> Uh, all right, Marty, let's uh, go to you with your fourth pick. Do we think it's on the table still? I'm going to say yes, because again, his picks were wacky. Oh, they're not. He wanted the Suns under. 
Mm. He wanted the Lakers under. Mm. And lastly, he wanted the Rockets under. That's a wow. Uh, I think he thinks they're going to tank. This is good. This is good. And I'll tell you why. Okay. We can blow past Marty's reasoning and get to mine. I'm taking the Rockets over. Okay. okay. Now we're taking, playing. Taking the Rockets over. Because my first three picks have like an average of 50 wins that they yeah. are fighting with. And I need some trash. I'm like fine dining right now. And I just need some like Taco Bell. Yeah. And I'm just gonna, now I can watch the Rockets. And when they sneak out a random win on like a Wednesday, I can really bask in that. So fun, fun team to root for too. Easy. They're just high offense. You just really have no expectations. And uh, this was my Cavs experience last year, where you take one bottom feeder where there's just enough fiery guys in the team that could just pop off for 30, like Kevin Porter Jr. You know, he's good for 24 wins. So Rockets over in the face of Marty. That's right. And you know what? I'm a, a Texas over of uh, friend. Oh, yeah. I have the Spurs over. Oh, dude, we should hang out. Texas forever. For Except sure. for the Dallas Mavericks, I guess, for you. Yeah, no, fuck those dudes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Zeus, your fourth pick, last pick, the pod. But again, we'll we'll keep this going all night long if we have to. Well, we have Zeus's pick, then we'll do Adam's final ad read, and then we'll do Adam's final pick. That's a perfect ending. Okay. Hmm, a lot of, a lot of picks that I like just went back to back to back. Tom Amansky style. He wanted Rockets under and Rockets over. Insane. <laughs> he just wanted some Houston action. He just wanted that Houston. <laughs> Any direction. Give me some Rockets action. Give me a Rockets push. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Hawks over. Mm. Wow. I was eyeing them. I was eyeing them. I like that pick. It's easy pick right there. Yeah. It's part of my young team that doesn't have anything to tank for. We'll try to win every single game style. Yeah, absolutely. A lot, of, a lot of players, if even one of them gets hurt for a little bit, I feel like they've got a bunch of random new guys that can jump in pretty deep. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I like, can't see a world in which they don't go over 45 and a half. Right. Like they, they only so got fast. better. They just yeah. added an all-star and like an all-world, like with an arrow pointing up point guard or two guard, however they decide to play him with Trey Young. It's like that team just seems they have, they're really ready to be. If they have good coaching, that team's ready to just fly do you want to trade the rockets pick for that seems like <laughs> you, you could have just... <laughs> no i needed it i needed trash i needed a 23 and a half win team that's fair uh do you like did you like Dejounte murray's um truly antics the hitting the people with the ball and i feel like zeus should answer that first Dejounte and paolo that all yeah. that that seemed kind oh, of that's right that was kind of mean paolo would have kicked his ass if those two actually got into a fight, <laughs> Paolo would have kicked his ass. Just because he's bigger, taller, younger, stronger. So much stronger. His body is so much bigger. Like it was cool to want like, like one, but yeah. Paolo would have kicked his human ass if they actually got into a fight. <laughs> he was sort of picking on a rookie. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up, actually. <laughs> yeah, bully. There was one play where some guy was guarding him and he just like slammed him in the face with the ball a lot of times. We need the kids to stop doing that on House of Highlights. It's not cute, kids. That yeah. is not cute. Or like the the passing off the, your defender's forehead. That is not cute. Ballsy move. I might try that to Marty. I don't think he's going to listen to this. I might try that to Marty on Sunday. <laughs> just break his nose. <laughs> the ball goes out of bounds. He had another date on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. Let's let's do an ad read. This is the final ad read. Hell yeah. Uh, just by a quick show of hands, do you guys think this is for Diet Sprite again? My hand is up. All right. We all think so. Let's see if he zags. Two sprites and then something else. Hey, gang. Adam here. Hope you're enjoying the draft so far. I know I am. Diet Sprite actually asked me to pop my head in and pose a question to you, the Buckets <laughs> listening community. And the question is this. Isn't it kind of weird that Diet Sprite is omitted from your standard fast food restaurant soda fountain arsenal? Sprite is there. Diet Coke is there, God knows. I've even seen a Diet Dr. Pepper once or twice. So what's the deal? Seems like a pointed and deliberate omission. And it's just not right. So the good folks over at Diet Sprite, or Die Spry, as I like to call them, have urged me to urge you to write your congressman and write your senators, and let's correct this issue ASAP. And the only way that we're going to get this done is by bonding together as a lemon-lime-loving community. And we want to see Diet Sprite in every soda fountain, in every state in this country. And I know you want that, too. All right. Enjoy the rest of the draft. Holy shit. He didn't write it. Adam broke me. Adam (laughs) broke me because I just Googled, is Diet Sprite real? And it it is. Of course. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's real. It's called Sprite Zero. Oh. Uh, and that means it's not real. That's a different thing. Sprite Zero. <laughs> well, it's called Coke it's, Zero it's, and Diet Coke. It's branded Sprite Zero Diet Lemon Lime Soda. So, <laughs> have you have you Googled why is it not in every uh, soda fountain fountain machine? In this every is insane. I no, hope if you go it. Diet Sprite in every soda fountain machine, you have to go every diet equivalent. You're going Diet Orange Soda. Suddenly, you're going Diet Dr Pepper. It's just you can't. You got to just draw the line. There's a, there's addicts for Diet Coke, and you just got to respect it. It would no. feel bitter. It tastes. It. I haven't even had it ever, but it just tastes dry and bitter, like a. Almost like a martini or something. A, Do you a, ever had a martini ever? Yeah. I have. I don't like them at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Which NBA team is the Diet Sprite? That's a good question. Mm. I want to say the Orlando Magic because mm. Adam took them over. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. What's interesting yeah. is it seems all diet sodas have the same branding and can, which is like it's it's like white. It's like a white silver. Yeah, like there's no color, no calories. Yeah, it's like they're trying to remind you. It's like we're not fun. Like they're away jerseys. Doctor Pepper is like the cool (laughs) maroon can. We're like the white can. You could hear Adam walking while he while he recorded that. Like he clearly left the house to bang out these three diet sprite commercials, and for that I applaud him. He couldn't do it in his own living room. He's like, if I'm going to do this, I have to leave my wife, and I got to commit real quick. I have to leave her forever. I think (laughs) this might be it for die spry. Uh, should I right. should I say his final pick, Amir? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll try to guess it, but um, I think he will want Grizzlies over. Okay, so I'm looking at his top ten picks, and that's not one of them. What I'm going to do? Oh, I'm you can do re- two picks because then we can continue the draft, and I'll continue okay. drafting for Marty. Okay, great. So I'm just going to read through his picks, and you tell me if it's been picked. Okay. Okay. Number three, Warriors over. Yep. Okay. He said the punch lights a fire under them. Jordan Poole's an all-star. 60 wins. <laughs> That's great for uh, who Me. took them? Yeah. Chris. Right. Congratulations, Vendelkin. Number four, Raptors over. That's correct. That's what I picked. Oh, uh, second great. pick. Yeah. His reasoning. I don't know. Zach Lowe likes them. That's literally what I said. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> I made enough. us all raise our hands. Good for enough for Lowe. Good enough for Mo. 
Then he finally got the Knicks over. Okay. So this is where we're at. Rockets over. That's who I took. This was my number one pick last year. They were abysmal, but now I'm oddly loyal. This is why I never win (laughs) these things. (laughs) It's not sure he has one, but continue. (laughs) That's just his point of view on life. (laughs) Wizards under? Uh, Taken by Marty. Marty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. We'll just move past that. Hawks over? I just took it. DeWante Murray is the GOAT. I feel like he has the potential to be a top 10 player in the league. Still crushed the Knicks, couldn't get him. Correct. Kings over? Uh, Yes, this is first pick. He said Billy Shirley picked them already. Okay. Number 10, (laughs) Wolves under. I don't believe the Wolves have been touched. I think that, yeah, that's on the board. Available, available. Wolves under is the pick. In love with Anthony Edwards, but maybe Kat and Gobert is just... Dot, dot, dot. One too many awesome big men. I don't know. Regretting this one already. I think some small part of me blames COVID on Ruby, Rudy Gobert personally, and this is my small act of revenge. I like it. Do you have a fifth pick for him just so we can get one more in? Since he, I do. I do. I have 20 picks. I have 20 okay. picks and I'm only through 10. Uh, Blazers over. Gone. That sharp kid had a filthy alley-oop last night. Number 12. I don't. This is a new one. Nets over. <gasps> Good pick. Available. He touched it. He touched Brooklyn. Just imagine it all goes well. Ben Simmons and Kyrie are their best selves, and Durant reminds people why why he's called Easy Money Sniper for some reason. Fifty eight <laughs> wins. They did look very good tonight against the Bucks. They like everyone's starters played in the first half, and the Nets looked great, and they were up twenty at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a world. There's a world where it works, and he got it with his twelfth pick. Uh, all right. Shout out to Adam uh, and shout out to you guys for watching slash listening to this. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to finish this draft offline. Uh, do you guys have any plugs, anything to mention before we go? Keep in mind, there are still hundreds of people listening to this. Zeus, you are up on the plug. Uh, I'd like to plug the headline Worldwide West uh, wants Wembanyama because that's going to be my next pick, the Knicks under. So I'm just plugging my next pick. Five W's. Excellent. I'm going to plug uh, the Lisa's basketball team. They are a women's basketball team I coach in Los Angeles, and they got the big W yesterday. So uh, shout out to Lisa's. What's their record? Their record is two and three. I wish you didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I only ask because I have the Lisa's under. <laughs> okay, good. Well, you're yeah. sitting pretty. You're Five sitting and a half. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wendelkin? Uh, I'm going to plug, um, my girlfriend, Kelly and our dogs, Peter and Frank. And then I'm also going to plug, uh, my NBA podcast, Swish FM. Two important plugs. Uh, so check out Kelly and Swish FM, wherever podcasts are sold. (laughs) Uh, Jesse, anything? Uh, no, no plug. Watch all elite wrestling on TBS and TNT. That's nice. That's my plug. That's really good. How do you just, you watch that on TNT? Is that it's on... The Superstation TBS too? on Wednesdays, TBS on Wednesdays, TNT on Fridays. Sometimes TNT, sometimes it bounces around. Check your local listings. Please. Uh, okay. And thanks to you guys for listening to this episode. Buckets is back, baby. Yeah, Buckets is back in a big way, baby. Don't let Marty and Adam's absence dissuade you from resubscribing slash engaging with the podcast. The more we hear from you guys, we're getting the tweets already. We want we we hear you loud and clear. Seven people who have been tweeting and DMing us. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Half dozen, six of one, half dozen of the other, <laughs> half dozen in the bucket. <laughs> uh, and we'll finish this draft, and I'll post the final team so you guys can play along. A lot of people are saying they're doing their own drafts, so that's kind of fun to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we started a revolution. Take that, Bill Simmons. 
Uh, okay, we'll be back soon enough. Bye, everybody. Good luck. That was a HeadGum Original.